Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. This is the year of the soldier. This is, you know, stand up or, or fall back. You know, I don't really have time to be worried about whether you fuck with me or whether you don't. You know, I, I own a brand called Zero Fuck. So like, do you think that I give a fuck whether you fuck with me or not? I fuck with you. We have a million other things that we could be talking about and we could be doing. And right now, I think that my duty is to other human beings. You don't gotta fuck with me, I fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? These people that buy my brand, they fucks with me. You think that I see because if you're in such pain that you see, you, you think that everybody sees how much in pain you are. Because I'm, I'm coming out a little bit stronger this year. Like I'm guillotining everybody. People that are coming to me to help, healing, they don't They literally stay right here. All right, y'all, I'm here. It's your girl, D. Scott, and it is February 20th, 2018, and the show is called Santissima, or Holy One, or, you know, whatever we would call it. Um, But today's show is short and sweet. I'm going to discuss some royal for my girl, Shan. I will discuss my truths this week, some good, some bad, and I'm forever grateful to everything that is happening to me and my family right now, mi familia, meaning anyone around me at this time. So, you know, you you guys know that, you know, my my friend passed away and in my correction, she was 44. She was not 43. And um she had a memorial. And uh that memorial was just just this last Saturday. And um a lot of stuff has gone on from literally February the 6th all the way to the 20th. So we're looking at the last two weeks. And it just really brings to mind, like, there's so much work that needs to be done that I could never, you know, pretty much do on my own. And um, I couldn't have come to these conclusions and things like that without, you know, spirit guiding me and saying, you know, do this, don't do this, don't, you know, do this, do this. So the show Santissima is actually in tribute to Santissima Muerte, who is, you know, she's, you know, we, we call her uh, a narco saint. But for me, she basically is somebody that, um, you know, you, you just like you pray to your God, I pray to my gods too, all of them. And so for me, 
you know, it's a situation where, you know, I, I walk into the memorial for my friend. I didn't even know it was a church. I've driven past it a million times, but my girl Shan attended there. It would not have been what I would have done, but it wasn't my choice. Me, it would have been turtle doves fucking flying out the windows, and, you know, my, my family, uh, Michael and them would have had that shit, like, laid the fuck out, like, whatever. It would have been serious. It would have been catered. It would have been, it would have been serious. But my promise was nothing to do with the memorial. It had to do with making sure the children were okay afterwards and that business was still going to get handled as usual and that she would be remembered forever. So I started already working on uh, her play. It's called Transitions. And um, I will probably, to be honest with you, if I really wanted to, I could bang that play out within 48 hours because that's the creative space I'm in right now. Um, I just had another friend go through a life-altering surgery as well, and although I know he doesn't think so, it is. You know, when you start fucking around with glands and, you know, having things removed and shit like that. So mortality is at an all-time low with me right now. So you can imagine my disdain when I go into a church, a house of the Lord, and I'm standing in the back, and the girl that I was talking to you guys about before, the one that's the architect, and she's, you know, she's also in the, and she does plays, and that's the person I was looking for, Shantina, and I kept, you know, bringing me back to Shan, and then I, I realized, but literally walked into the funeral, saw her there. Funeral was packed. I mean, it was Shan's greatest production, seriously. Like, there was, like, line out the door, and people was waiting to come in to pay their respect. And uh, her children were there. It was, it was really beautiful, all the pictures, everything. <sighs> and then Sonia, you know, my girl Sonia uh, comes up, and it literally just felt like we all had this unspoken, we going to stand at this back door like security. Because if motherfuckers want to start acting stupid or crazy, like, we just going to have to just go ahead and get you out of here. And literally, we stood there like band of brothers, like literally arms locked, holding hands, like just crying, giving each other napkins and shit. And none of the three of us are punk-ass bitches, none of us. Um, but to hear certain things that her family was saying and just the children speaking and just, it just was a lot. But here's where... Y'all had me fucked up. So um, I have issues with funerals and burials because people tend to lie. And they tend to lie and they say shit like, oh, this person was great when really that motherfucker might have been a motherfucker. You know, or they say shit like, oh, you know, this person, you know, was going to give their life to the Lord and they really didn't. You know what I'm saying? Say that. Um, and there was a situation at my mother's funeral, which leads me to this scene right here, which will, in fact, be in the play Transitions for my girl, Shan. Um, one of the reasons I don't go to an actual physical church anymore, because if y'all follow me for so long, and I've been telling people this for a very long time, I went to one of the largest corporate churches in America not the state, not like, you know, like my bishop to my church was T.D. Jakes. You know, you're talking about bishop, bishop, 
Noel Jones and Prophetess this one and Deacon and you know Demetra Haddock and you know Haddock and all that other shit like those were my people when we were down there without walls and um, so I've seen the church crumble I've seen man crumble in my face so what we're not going to do is um, what we're not going to do is sit here and um act like, you know, all these, you know, epiphanies happen before people are dying. When people are dying, all they want to know is, am I going to heaven or am I going to fucking hell? That's all they want to know. It's a fact. And I can tell you that, you know, being, you know, <laughs> you know, a follower of some TC Ma Muerte. I can tell you that being a follower of some TC Ma Muerte, that all people want to know when they die is, did I do the right thing and am I going to fucking heaven or hell? That's, that's really... That's, that's all they want to know. So when I'm sitting in a church, like a real church, and I'm hearing someone talk about the fact that she saw my friend um, 72 hours before she passed, which would have put it Saturday. Yeah, would have put it Saturday, that Saturday. That was the day I was texting her. Um, the show that you guys heard last Tuesday um, no, actually, the Tuesday before, where I had Kian Cam on the show, she passed away an hour after that show finished. Okay, I was actually going to do the show at the hospice, but I felt that a bit inappropriate, you know, because we get live, and um, and they have, you know, it's a very beautiful facility. Like I said, there was no darkness in any of the place that I went to, crystal in hand, like all that. So here's what we're not going to do. And people got to stop fucking lying. You know, you, you, you know, these churches that you go to, you guys keep forgetting that you yourself are the fucking church. You're the church. I don't go to church because I am a fucking church. I'm a church. I worship every day, not just Sundays. I worship the same God you do, but I also acknowledge the other gods that exist. We had an excellent week weekend with Black Panther. Grossed over 400 million. This is how I know that my people are not really fucking awake. So I see a lot of you posting like, oh my God, there was so much divine feminine energy and yes to the women in technology and this, this, and this. They told you in the beginning of the movie, in the very beginning of the movie, they worship Bast. B-A-S-T. There is no Greek Name for that, there is no Roman name for that, there's no Norse name for that, it is Egyptian. Bast is the female goddess of war in the form of a cat. So I don't know why y'all were shocked or why you didn't get the reference or the memo that Bast is an Egyptian goddess, she's a cat. So, of course, the entire movie, the men, the women, everybody worshipped the cat goddess. Okay? Disappointing, but whatever. Because y'all be going to the movies thinking that it's just about black power. No, we taking shit back to Egypt now. Like, ain't nobody worried about, like, what's going on. Like, our history was already fucking written. Okay? Now, I'm in this funeral, this memorial, and she says that she went there basically... 48 hours before I did. I spent my last night 
her last night with her Monday night to Tuesday morning, left to go handle some business and was back there Tuesday about an hour after she, well, 45 minutes after she passed. So, I, you know what, I, I don't give a fuck. Here, here's here's why people stop going to Christian churches, because y'all do shit like this. Y'all sit there, you make us read this fucking Bible, and you say, like, oh, you know, this is this, and if you kill yourself, and all this other shit. And in my Bible, if I kill myself, I'm going the fuck to hell. I'm going to hell, that's it. Why do you have these fucking funerals with people that you know have off themselves and sit there and say they're in a better place? No, the fuck they're not. I want you to say that this motherfucker was in fire and hell and brimstone and that's what the fuck happened. So stop or stop fucking lying to us. Stop saying that. Say, I don't know where the motherfucker at. They in purgatory. I don't know. I would like to think they go to purgatory. I don't know. Since you've been there, since you're alive and you're dead and you're talking to me about dead matters, death matters, I want you to tell me. Where the fuck they went. So if you don't know where people go when they, they commit crimes against themselves, don't fucking say it. Don't say that line. They're in a better place. The only reason that I can agree with that line is because I truly believe that some of us are living in hell on earth. And in that particular instance, say that shit. Say it, Reverend, the the motherfucking deaconess, deacon, motherfucking sanctimonious of the Lord Jesus Christ, Latter-day Saints, whatever the fuck y'all do. Say that. Say that person was in so much pain that they chose to take their life, whatever. But don't quote me shit out the Bible and then turn around and say the person's in a better place when you told me when I was like nine years old that they was burning in hell. So I'm in the church, and she says, that, you know, my friend had basically confessed to her, okay? So just like with your preacher, your clergyman, a lot of people don't realize that legally there's an attorney-client privilege. There's a, there's a privilege with your clergyman, okay? So she can't tell us what Shan said anyway. I can't, but she can't. And just like I can't talk to, like, I can't talk to other people's attorneys. If that was the case, I'd be calling John Gotti's attorney like shit, Where's the money, okay? Or everybody else's attorney and shit and just asking questions and shit. They're not allowed to talk to you. So she made this beautiful, you know, God received her. God did not take her. God received her. Yes, I'm okay with that. And then she says the most fucked up thing ever. And it caused me and the people that I was to say this is why we don't fucking go to church. Like, this is literally why we don't go to church. We didn't cuss in the church, but whatever. Um, she says, literally, I, I can't make this shit up. I'm not the only person there, and it disgusted me to my core. She says, um, I saw her, I spoke to her, she was worried, you know, this, this, and this. And, you know, let this be a lesson that, you know, sometimes the reason that people die is because of the way that they lived. And excuse me? What? <laughs> Wait a minute. And people in the crowd like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Bitch, fuck all y'all. Fuck all y'all black China dick-sucking asses sitting in the church, fucking married men, doing drugs, fucking taking it up the ass, doing everything in the fucking Bible you're not supposed to be doing. And you're going to sit there and say, mm-hmm, to a fucking preacher that is fucking eulogizing my fucking friend who ain't never in her fucking life done more damage than she's done good. See, that's the fucking difference. It's a balance. 
It's a balance. For as much fucked up shit as you do, you have to be good to people. Because if you're not, your karmic reaction, it's not God. God doesn't say because you sucked dick last Tuesday that you're going to hell. That, that's not how fucking gods work. I'm sorry. I don't know if nobody ever fucking told you that. That's not how it fucking works. No one sin is bigger than the other fucking sin. Okay? It's not. It's not. You play the lottery. That's fucking gambling, sister soldier. It's gambling. Eugene. It's all gambling. So to say, sit there and say that my friend, in some kind of odd way, deserved to get cancer two times, now a third time, at age 44, leaving her two children behind. And like I said, y'all, she said it so fucking slick, but I'm a writer. My friend that's, you know, to the left of me, a playwright. My friend to the right of me, you know, just, just a soldier. So, like, who the f- like, what are you talking about? And it brought me back to my mother's funeral where, you know, I sat in the back. Oh, honey, I was, it was, it was godfathered, a, a whole situation, veil, everything. I wanted to sit in the back. I don't want to be in front. I don't want to look at nobody like this shit just really fucked me up. This is five years ago. And um, the man said that my mama had called him, talking about he wanted to give his life, give her life to God. And I'm sorry, your girl said, you a liar. In the, in in, the, in my cousin's funeral home, you a liar. My mama ain't called you and told you that. My mama that my mama didn't go to church. She sent us, made sure we had religion, but she didn't go. You lying, yo? And I tried to fight him, like real talk, like it was really a situation, like in the color purple. God is trying to tell you something, you know, fucking shook, walking through the church, they pulling her back and shit, like don't do it, like don't do it, Miss Sealy type shit, like that's really how it was. And he's like, get back, demon. And then my brother's like, don't call my sister no fucking demon. It was, it was terrible. We was gonna tear the whole motherfucking situation up because that's how strong I believe in my convictions that you don't like it's death. You respect that, so. Because of the way that that was done, I felt some type of way, and it was like a confirmation for me, again, of responsibility um, and of just really getting the message out there. Like, there's so many people that are shying away from the church because of these strict bylaws and these strict, you know, um, things that you have to adhere to. And then the very people that you're supposed to be getting your salvation and your hope and your help from and your healing they're fucking shitting on us, you know. So that's where I get that whole Suge Knight, you know, come to death row type shit. And at this point, I'm starting my own shit. Like, I don't want young women or young men to feel like, you know what I'm saying, because they have mental illness that they can't go to church because they're going to be deemed a demon or because they're homosexual or they're openly gay or they're transgender, that they feel like, oh, there's something wrong with them. Because that's what, that's what the fucking Bible is going to tell you. But I don't know who wrote that fucking book. It's just like my books. I can only guarantee that I wrote my books because I'm here living and in the fucking flesh. You know, like, I, I, I simply cannot. And just, you know, when we don't even have respect for people in death, like, I feel like that's like a personal assassination to me. My friend, I don't give a fuck what she did in life, I do not fucking care. Nobody deserves to get cancer for a third time and fucking die in the manner that she did. And I resent that shit, and I will literally spend the rest of my fucking life fighting motherfuckers that say shit like that. 
you know, yes, I will tell you all day that their karmic reaction, not karma, karma is, is bad or good, their karmic reaction that they put out in the universe, that's what happened. But then sometimes there is a thing called grace. There is a thing called mercy. And there is a thing called your time. Everybody always wants to talk about, you know, whether it's witchcraft or whether it's voodoo or whether it's all these things like tell me when I'm going to die or, or, or kill somebody for me and like all this crazy shit. We don't have control. Those people don't have control over life or death. You know, and that's another thing I want to debunk. You know, all, all, all the good die young. That's not fucking true because I know some rotten motherfuckers that, you know what I'm saying, that died young because they was fucking rotten. Okay, I'm, I'm just going to keep it real with you. Like, we make up a lot of shit to comfort us when there's a death instead of just telling the truth about what happened. I told you, if my friend can't eat for 30 days, I can believe in God all day long, and I do. But I also believe in science, and I believe in her digestive system, and I believe that physically there was no way she was going to survive, and she could not eat for 30 days. You can't. It's just you can't sips of water here and there. So how dare you say that because something my friend did, and all y'all motherfuckers that was sitting in the church, you heard what the fuck she said, and y'all didn't say shit. And I'm standing there gripping Sonya and, and, and Shantina like, yo, did she, I'm not crazy. Did this motherfucker just really say that? There's no... Everybody fears death, but nobody respects it, right? And you would think that the thing that you fear, you would respect or you would get to know it a little better. Y'all need to research how death really fucking goes. When it's your time, it's your fucking time. There is nothing that you did in the universe. I'm going to just put that out there. You didn't, you didn't contract HIV because you were gay. You contract, and it was punishment. You contracted HIV because you had unprotected sex with a motherfucker. That's the, the scientific reason of what the fuck happened. You were not born gay because it was a punishment because your father went to prison in, in 1962. That, that's not what happens, okay? You were not born a fucking criminal. There's a such thing as nature versus nurture, you know, and I, I want to talk about the shooting, and you all know I haven't talked about guns for a very long time. I love Cardi B to death, and she made a comment saying that, all the people that she sees shooting people and doing all this terrorism, you know, are never the jock, never the cheerleader. It's all kids that were bullied. And I commented before the Shade Room even posted another picture to confirm what I said. And I said, you have to understand that that little girl, Emma, that came forward, she had the bald head and she was crying, and she said, if, we, if you went to school with this kid and you knew him, you knew that this was, but you were not surprised that this happened. Okay, he moved in with a family. So wait, let me get let me get past that. A psychopath, sociopath, because this this is beyond a sociopath. Sociopath, that that's light work. That's not an expert. Y'all a mile away. But a psychopath, oh honey, master manipulators of the universe. That's what they do. That's why they make up a large percentage of the serial killer population, women included. So the little boy, basically, his mom died. Now, which I don't realize is in psychology, there's always a trigger. You could watch Criminal I had to stop watching Criminal Minds. It was too much because they rip it out of the headlines. And I can't because my energy just, I can't, okay? So his mom died in November, okay? 
he ends up moving in with his best friend's family. And Cardi B made a suggestion like, why don't y'all start being nice to these kids? No, these kids were nice to this little motherfucker, this little shit. And he was still killing animals, still skinning cats, killing dogs, squirrels, and shit like that. We all know that in the psychological profile, that's the first thing that goes is the fucking animals. The family that actually took him in, he had just moved in with them three months ago. The father's like a retired, like, U.S. Marshal or some shit. Told the kid, like, yo, because he's 19. If you want to use the gun, go ahead and use the gun. Had no idea of his history of, let's be clear, radicalness as far as the white supremacy party is concerned and all that other shit. The kid took and took a key and had an extra key made, which is how he was able to get back into the gun safe to get all those guns, AR-15s and shit that he should not have been able to buy. I will definitely say that on record. That's that's an assault weapon. Like, who are we shooting? We're not at war right now, are we? You know? And um, that's what happened. So my thing is, you could have been the nicest motherfucker in the world. A psych- a psych- you know, somebody that is psychotic a psychopath is going to take that kindness as a weakness and do exactly what he did, which was make an extra key so that he could go and take that gun and do what he needed to do and kill everybody. So although I appreciate where Cardi B was coming from, that's not going to, that, that set of rules doesn't apply to a motherfucking psychopath. I worked in the homes with these kids when I was down in Florida in Tampa Bay, group counselor, the whole situation. It doesn't work. I could spot a serial killer a mile away. There's one right now. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for it to hit the news because the state can only hold them to the 18. Then they have to actually commit a crime for them to be incarcerated again. Okay? Right now, more than ever, everybody needs to be focused on their fucking mental health, and that's my platform, whether I was talking to city council, whether I was talking to the Human Rights Commission. My platform is always going to be human rights, the children, and, and anything that I can do to make sure that women feel safe, men too, you know. So I'm all about human beings, you know. So when I hear, you know, people speak about other human beings like that and are excited about people's misfortunes and are, you know, excited that, you know, oh, or, or somehow believing like, oh, this person is in jail because of this or this person died because of this or this person, no, let's go back to the root. This person is in jail because they committed a crime and that's why they had to go to jail. That doesn't mean that they were a bad person all the way the fuck around. It just means that in in the world of karmic reaction, it was their fucking time. So if you successfully beat the system 150 million fucking times, at some point it comes back. That's why I tell motherfuckers all the time, like, I live a clean life. I'm in alignment. I don't do nothing to nobody. Motherfucker, I don't even steal grapes. From the grocery store, I don't even eat them shits no. I'd be like, no, because it'd be my luck. I go to do some shit and I'd be three grapes short, you know, what I'm saying? <laughs> and starve to death. Like, I, that's really how the universe works. And it might take some time. And I'm guilty of that. Like saying, no, I want your time to be now. I want to see you suffer. You know, my aunt used to tell me, you got to get rid of that anger. And I did. And the minute that I got rid of that anger and I opened up my heart chakra to be more open, the love was returned to me. So now I have Shan's sons, you know, her one son just, you know, called me today. He said, I just want to make sure that this was you. Look, you know, I know that your family's going to take care of you, but I'm like the fairy godmother. You know, I'm the one that's going to come in, yo, you want that suit for, for fucking prom and it costs a little extra, let's do it. 
I would treat you no different than I would treat my son. My son was walking around on goddamn stage with some damn fucking with the shoes, damn with the sequins all over the goddamn shoes, Louboutin looking and shit, whatever. They wasn't Louboutins. Make no mistake, because I'm not spending nine fifty on a fucking thirteen year old. But if I had to, I would. But he's not ready for that. He's not gonna wear them shoes again. So for me, it's like now I, you know, I ask for more children. Now technically, I do. You know, they're like my nephews, but still. And Saizan is on my page. He's actually one of the drummers. Like, when you guys go on the subways in New York City, he actually has a license. He's like my nephew that I put on my page probably about a year ago where he was playing the drums on the, um, what do you call them, on the buckets. That was one of her sons. He's been all over YouTube. He's been all over the Internet. That's one of her sons. So you can't tell me that, like, I wasn't blessed in this death because now I get to claim him. I get to claim the other brother who's going to do, you know, extraordinary things. My son goes into the high school next year. Now he's got a cousin to look out. They were actually just getting ready to go trick-or-treating together this year. You know, I got Sweet Sixteens to plan for, and that's just, it just, it, you know, it just keeps evolving. You know, I'm very thankful that, you know, my friend, my big brute friend down in Texas and those in the CC family know exactly who that is, that we've reunited and we're able to have a conversation and we're able to show love and spread love and just be there for each other because that's really what love is. You know, it's not about taking anything from anybody. It's what can I do for you in this moment that's going to help you? Do you need anything? Are you okay? I just want to see you happy for today. And I feel like when you look at the growth you know what I'm saying, of of who you were a year ago. Like, if you're the same motherfucker from a year ago, I don't want to talk to you. Because that means you hadn't learned anything. You didn't take any risks. You didn't love. You didn't like. And, and, and you didn't learn anything. I can't do that. You know, my son came to me today and says, oh, we were thinking about doing some classes for some shit with some swords because y'all know I'm medieval. And um, medieval, not evil. And uh, we decided on something else. And I said, well, I know a friend that actually runs a studio and we could, you know, get that done. And, you know, I know a lot of people and I'm just thankful that my son is now starting to see like, okay, if I want to do this, my mom knows somebody that can do that and we can, we could do this, you know. But I just feel like, you know, that church shit, if it's not for you, you know, like, like my mom you know, my it's not my mom actually it was my great grandma, it's my Gigi, and she said, you know, when they asked her, and she was Lutheran in Buffalo, and she said, you know, you guys ask me why I don't go to church on Sundays and I'm sick. She said, I don't know about you, but I worship every day, and I'm gonna switch to Spanish for you. You know, nunca en mi vida he visto tal falta de respeto en desloyaltad. Quieres jugar ginar huevos. Like, never. I've never seen such a thing in human beings. Okay? No, orgulloso, you know, and mentiro todo dia, every day. That's what you guys do. And I'm just, I'm not with the shit. So although I'm trying to vibrate higher and love and light and all that other shit, Santissima Muerte is very un mi vida en mi, okay? Just so you know. Because at the end of the day, I, I still got to get shit done. And praying to just this one God that you want me to pray to, that you guys are not even in conclusion about matters of death, uh, I can't trust that. So, guys, I'm going to actually leave this show with one of my little 
songs that I like so much. And I had Boom actually um, bring the song for me because <laughs> I love it so much. And um, it's actually a, a situation where um, I like the words. Like, I actually looked up the words, and I was like, oh, shit, okay, this this exactly, you know, is going with what I'm talking about. Because I told you before, 2018 is the year of the soldier. Like, you got to, like Rick Ross said, run with me or run from me. So at the end of the day, like, I'm not really looking for willing participants. I'm looking for people that would do the same for me that I would do for them. Because if you wouldn't, you got to get the fuck out of my face. Like, for real, with the bullshit. You know, if if you're not sitting up here trying to plan a trip to San Francisco just so I can wear a wedding dress, even though I'm not getting married, like, I probably don't want to talk to you. Like, if you're not trying to help me figure out what I need to do, you know, as far as my ritualistic daily living and to make sure that I'm living my best life, ah, I probably don't want to fucking talk to you. If you're not out there, you know, trying to, you know, $30 or fucking 3000 that are going to make me happy, I don't want to fucking talk to you because I'm tired of putting myself out there for motherfuckers that literally went and bat an eyelash to be disloyal, went and bat an eyelash to make a post about me, went and bat an eyelash. And one thing about me, silence is never misunderstood. It really isn't. And in this time, that's not the thing that you should be. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's really not. Like, in certain matters, absolutely. But right now, like, I feel like it's war. Like, I feel like it's not even me against the world. It's, like, me against all the motherfuckers that's liars and shit. Like, me against all the motherfuckers that ain't shit. And me against all the motherfuckers that's not living their true self, and I got to call you out on that. Because you really don't want to be on the Internet popping your pussy in a fucking mirror. That's not who you really want to be, my. You can't tell me that. Something fucking wrong. And, yeah, if you 21, 22, yeah, you're doing it for attention, do you, baby? Because that, that's, that's what I would have did. Because, God forbid, there would have been a fucking Snapchat and a motherfucking Instagram when I was 21 and 22 years old. Jesus, like, lay it down. You know what I'm saying? Like, what? But you're not making good decisions then. But when you start getting 30 years old and you doing shit and your titties is laying low and shit, like, have some respect for yourself. Pull them motherfuckers up around your neck. Tie them shits with a twist tie in the back if that's what you need to do. Don't fucking be out here embarrassing yourself. Titties looking like deflated fucking boxing bags. You know what I'm saying? Booty low. Oh, I love all my flaws. You don't love them flaws. You posted them fucking sad bananas because you want somebody to encourage you instead of just looking at the people that's in your corner saying, motherfucker, my titties look great. You see what I'm saying? That's what you should be doing. That shit is not for the fucking Internet. We parents and shit. Because I'm going to tell you, we call them fallen soldiers. Because I know I pull my shits around my motherfucking neck. You ain't going to see me out here with a low titty. I will duct tape that bitch from around my neck around three times and tell you it's a fucking silver choker before you see me with a low ass titty on the internet. My stomach, arm going straight around that bitch. If it's not flat, my arm going around it. Sorry. That's just, that's, that's how I was raised. You know, and that's great that a lot of people are out here loving light and they showing their rituals and what they do. I don't trust none of you motherfuckers. I'm not fucking posting really what the fuck I be doing out here in the moonlight. I'm not really posting the real crystals and what the fuck they are and what they mean is this so that you can fucking be outside on some counterattack, counterterrorism type shit trying to fucking fuck with me in the universal realm. Fuck that and fuck you. Because like I tell these people all the time, that's why they always say, you know, don't tell people you know, I have to take Beyonce's business model. Don't tell people what you fitting to do and getting ready to do because they might put booty hattie on your shit. 
You know what I'm saying? If I'm posting some shit, trust me, it's already there. Like, if I have to tell you I'm coming, it's already here. Like, I'm getting ready to post some shit right now. Y'all motherfuckers be like, oh, shit, she finna do. No, I'm not finna do. The shit's done. All I got to do is orchestrate it. And, and, and because I know the owner of everything that I'm orchestrating is going to happen, there's nothing you could do in the universe to block it. You guys have to understand that just because you walk in the light or you walk in darkness and love and light and shit like that, that doesn't mean that everybody fucks with you the way that you fuck with them. And that's what I had to learn. It doesn't mean that's not your friend. It just means that maybe they don't fuck with you the way you do. You fuck with them and you got to fall back. Maybe that's not your family like you thought it was. Maybe that's not your dude like you thought it was. Maybe that's not your girl like you thought it was. Be hurt. Cry for like two seconds. Take a sip of this Carmen here. And pull your titties up and handle your business. You know, we grown now. We getting our teeth white and putting diamonds and shit on our teeth. Like, anybody got time to be sitting up here worried about what the fuck you doing? I just seen Erica Badu hurt my motherfucking feelings the other day. This motherfucker posted a picture. She got gold fronts with a goddamn opal, a moonstone, an amethyst. What the fuck is going on? In, what, did, what did I do wrong in my life that I didn't think of the shit first? Now I can't get him because this motherfucker got him. But I will say thank you because I did get a very important gift today. I got a new wand. I've been super excited because I thought so wise. And I'm thank you to everybody that was inboxing me, Dan Fleischman, all y'all that was in flight, you know, inboxing me and talking to me about Crystal C. Rossi because this is something that's been a long time coming for like a year. And um, you know. I got my black obsidian wand today with, like, all the Reiki gems on it, and then it has, like, a piece of quartz at, at one end, and then it has, like, a little crystal ball at the end. And it's so funny because my, my, my people, he says to me, I imagine you being out back like Fantasia. I'm like, motherfucker, more like Maleficent. Fuck out of here. But let me be clear. Just because I deal with the dark energy doesn't mean that that's all I work with. Motherfucker, I see the darkness before you do. I'm trying to warn you, like, yo, this motherfucker ain't right. Something wrong. You see what I'm saying? And it's very unfortunate when you see people that have that gift as well that can see and speak things. And I, I guess that's maybe how the gods feel and maybe how spirit feels when they see us with a gift, and we all have it. Let's be clear about it across the motherfucking board. We all have a gift. All of us are clairvoyant. All of us can speak to spirit. It's just that each and every time life beats us down, it's like putting a rock on us, drowning underneath the water. So by the time you pull off 100,000 rocks, you're just trying to survive, right? You're just trying to breathe. So you're not focusing on, you know, what your chakras is looking like. You're not focusing on, you know, what spirit is saying because you're just trying to breathe. So it goes back to, for me, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. You know, if your shelter is fucked up, your love life is fucked up, and you have no place to eat or lay your head, your life is not going to go as smooth as you would like because that's that's combined chaos. So I'm going to let y'all go tonight. The show is called Santissima. After my beloved Santissima Muerte, she really came through for me. And, you know, if you study her, don't believe everything that they say. She doesn't take a life for a life. Nobody in, in this in this craft or in this field prays for death of anybody. If anything, we welcome death and we basically are just trying to make sure that if there's dark energies that they're acknowledged because just like your angels feel disrespected, you don't think these dark ones do too? Not every angel is demonic either and not every angel is angelic. 
So I'm going to leave y'all with the Seven Nation Army by White Stripes, and I will talk to y'all next week. Thank you.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.